In this episode, I want to talk to you about vicarious trauma and its impact on our teens today. We'll talk about what vicarious trauma is and ways that we can support our teens as they are going through this transition. Vicarious traumatization, also known as vicarious trauma or secondary trauma, is a specific form of trauma that is caused by secondhand exposure to upsetting or scary traumatic events, such as the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, the killing of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and witnessing killings of black people by police officers, just simply hearing about or watching footage of such events can facilitate or produce trauma. Teenagers, because they are going through such a vulnerable transition and their brains are vulnerable, are especially susceptible to this form of trauma, which is also known as secondary traumatic stress. As we have witnessed throughout the years, And throughout recent decades, there's been an increase of national tragedies that has led to an increase in vicarious trauma in individuals. Today, teens and young adults have constant access to news and firsthand accounts of horrific events that have taken place in recent years. Most teenagers who are indirectly exposed to trauma in these ways often have immediate reactions of discomfort or fear or feeling like what they have witnessed on the television will happen to them. However, the good news is that they are usually able to recover and move forward without this continued stress with the right support and assistance. In the past, we've often associated vicarious trauma with individuals in the helping professions, such as those that are in frontline rescue workers, firefighters, police officers, and therapists. However, the increase in media coverage and social media that's right at our fingertips of traumatic events, more people are bearing witness to these events, which results and causing this to become more and more common. So examples of the trauma includes exposure to school shootings and other events involving gun violence, war, police brutality, and sexual assault. Research shows that this increased exposure, media exposure is directly correlated to stress-related symptoms in people who closely watch these stories and follow these stories. According to the American Psychological Association, as many as 85% of youth are exposed directly or indirectly to violence or other traumatic events, accidents, these things of this nature. Some of these teens will often develop signs of vicarious trauma. And so given this danger and given this information, Parents, school professionals, teachers, mentors, caregivers will definitely benefit from understanding the signs and symptoms of vicarious trauma and what that looks like in teens. 
training is going to be important and prevention techniques are essential for those who work with this population. So I want to talk to you about the signs of vicarious trauma or secondary traumatic stress and what that looks like in teens. It looks different for for everyone. It doesn't look the same um, in teens and it can look very different. But there are things to look out for and they do manifest both physical and emotional. But here are some uh, common signs of vicarious trauma in teens that you can look out for in particular when they are talking or in their body language or just in their routine. They might talk about numbness and feeling shock, not having feeling or feeling helpless and sad. There might be some increased anxiety leading to mood swings and irritability, getting easily angered. Social isolation, they might um, isolate themselves away from you or away from the, with their friends to deal and to process what they've experienced or witnessed. And this may include emotional distance from family and friends. They might not be contacted their friends as they were before. Fear of similar events happening to them in the future. Fear of school shootings happening in their, in their classrooms or in their schools. Fear of being kidnapped, right? Fear of similar events as such that they have watched happening to them in the future difficulty breathing being short of breath they might complain about somatic symptoms like stomach aches or headaches or muscle and joint pain for no apparent reason they might talk about their heart palpitating or feeling like their heart is coming out of their chest right increased heart rate or panic attacks or racing pulse might talk about a desire or have a desire to uh, take revenge or you might notice that they might complain about having uh, less sleep and not wanting to eat or there might be an increase in their appetite although these changes might look different and vary from teen to teen but these are the most common signs of secondary traumatic stress to look out for in a teen. You want to look out for certain activities that they were involved in and no longer have an interest in those in those activities. So you want to pay attention to those things, their loss of interest in things or in their friends. Over time, if trauma is not treated or it doesn't resolve, it can progress into teen PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. So the long-term effects include suicidal thoughts, an increase in risk-taking behaviors, um, and difficulty in forming relationships with their peers. The symptoms of vicarious trauma include a sense of survivor's guilt. I have clients who um, may not have been in the tragedy but they often feel guilty because although they are not actually survivors somehow they feel like survivors due to their secondhand experience of those events through the media or having to support a friend or family member who was actually in the tragedy so i often have clients who teen clients who talk about having survivor's guilt or feeling guilty. 
and feeling like they should have been the ones who experienced what their friends experienced or they should have been the ones who were there. However, prevention strategies are necessary to protect teens and young adults from this secondary traumatic stress. I want to talk to you about five prevention techniques that can help support teens who are suffering from this. One, you want to raise awareness about this form of trauma and secondary survivor's guilt. Providing psychoeducation, providing um, education, provide some form of normalcy in their experience and help to relieve some of the stress around feeling unnormal or crazy. Two, you want to limit the media and social media consumption about tragic events, limiting how much you are seeing on social media or Facebook or in the news or in YouTube. And as parents, you definitely uh, want to sit with your teen and talk to them about what they're seeing and how they feel about what they're seeing. Three, you want to encourage positive self-care, a routine of good nutrition and exercise and sleep would be um, important. For connecting teens to their community and what is happening around them, getting them, them involved in volunteerism and getting them involved in community, helping someone else out helps to um, distract them from what they have witnessed. Also, um, lastly, five, empowering teens by providing opportunities to help others. Usually untreated vicarious traumatization will become worse, causing future difficulties if there's no support. However, with treatment, teams can overcome the difficulties that are presented by secondary trauma. There are a number of vicarious trauma treatment approaches that can help teens process the weight of this traumatic stress. And these include clinical modalities such as trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy, cognitive processing therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, and eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy known as EMDR. These are all treatment modalities that are specific in helping teens or helping individuals who suffer from trauma to help recreate the narratives, to provide skills, to promote or activate their social safety system in their body and to help change the narrative about what they see and how they see themselves within that traumatic event. In addition, while coping with the effects of trauma, it is helpful for teens to build new healthy habits. And so some of the habits that I want to talk to you about is relaxation techniques such as breathing exercise and meditation. There are different stress reduction techniques that helps to activate the body's and brain uh, safety system and to promote relief in the body. Also, and encourage peaceful contact with nature, like taking a walk in a forest or on the beach, 
Um, also, what's helpful is processing the trauma and its aftermath in support groups or with caring family and friends or uh, with a therapist. That's important too. What's also helpful is journaling about your experiencing your experience as a way to make sense of your story of what has happened. Unplugging regularly from social media and limiting your exposure to news updates about what's going on can be extremely helpful because seeing that and consuming that all the time can put a damper on how you see things and can put a damper on your mental and emotional health. Also, making daily gratitude lists that help, you know, your team appreciate the good in their world. Sometimes seeing all the negative in the world can cause you to be um, down and pessimistic about life. So I want to let you know that Kabad Counseling offers support for teens, mental health care providers, social professionals, school professionals, and physicians who are seeking resources to help teens from this form of trauma. And so we also can provide consultation for, for providers who are coping with trauma and compassion fatigue. You can contact us today at Kabad Counseling at 941-725-9732 to learn more about how we can work with you and your family or community to help young teens overcome the mental health challenges of secondary traumatic stress. You can find me on Facebook at Kabad Counseling, on Instagram as well at, as Kabad Counseling. And I look forward to connecting with you more in the future. And if you find that this podcast was, was helpful for you, please share with your parent or your friend or your community partner. Thank you and I'll see you soon. Bye.